Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. What is the price of being a hero, of saving your loved ones, of coming home alive? Our unlikely group of companions find out just how dark some shadows can get. This is The Shadows Campaign, the first full series from Wild Endeavors. Wild Endeavors is an actual play audio drama. The Shadows Arc is a dark, emotive dungeon world adventure. Find us on your favorite podcast platform as we explore the homebrew land of Aria through interconnecting one-shots and campaigns across multiple systems. We'd love to have you share in our wild endeavors. Hey friend, have you ever wondered what happens when a journalist and an accountant each hop on a train from the big city and start a new life in a small, fantastical village? Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy, is a fortnightly podcast that seeks to answer that very question. It's often cute, sometimes funny, and very occasionally mysterious. We hope you'll join us in Heartbeats soon. Found family facing fey wars survive and uncover mysteries together. Hedged in a changeling story. Our story follows Crunch, Gil, and Kit, three changelings who found each other through the depths of Arcadia. Join them as they adventure through the labyrinthine hedge, discovering secrets about themselves, each other, and the world made of madness, dreams, and guilt. Find us at www.hedgedinacs.com. Trigger warnings for spider. It's okay. It's a player. But, you know, if it's a thing. And welcome to Darkened Hearts, Darker Waters, a Descent into Midnight actual play podcast created for International Podcast Month. My name is VJ, and I use they, them, and she, her pronouns, and I will be today's guide for this session. You may know me as the storyteller from Hedged in a Changeling Story, but I also work as the layout designer for Descent into Midnight. But that's enough about me. Let's introduce our players for this session. I'm Jazz. I am an actual play podcaster on Heartbeats, a heartwarming fantasy, and several other places around the internet. And I use pronouns she, her. I'm really, really active on Twitter. My handle is orange like jazz. I am Lucille Valentine, but I go by Lucy. I am an audio drama voice actor. I appear in shows like all over the place, but I appear in the six disappearances of Ella McRae. I've been in Caravan. I've been in the 1237. I'm just kind of 
everywhere. I use she, her pronouns, and I can be found on Twitter at Severely Trans. I'm Thomas Marsetti. I'm the DM and editor for Wild Endeavors, an, an actual play audio drama, as I like to say. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Wild Endeavors. Our last player, Taylor LaBrush, a, a, one of the authors on Descent into Midnight, uh, was supposed to join us this evening. Uh, but much like your local gaming group, sometimes life just happens and you have to be real first. Uh, so we'll be sadly missing him. Uh, you can find him at on Twitter at Leviathan Files or find his work at www.gamescloset.com where he... Uh, interviews LGBTQ uh, members of the podcasting and role-playing community. And much, also much like uh, sometimes when you have to play without one of your one of your players at your gaming group, we're going to incorporate his character into the show later, just maybe as a plot point. <laughs> Love you, Taylor. So we're going to be doing a couple of different things with this session. I've asked all of the players to take two advancements and one corruption move to simulated campaign play. We're also going to be playing with a house rule that I like to call ready for the scene at hand. So other than the pre-picked move on your character sheet and the corruption move that I've asked each player to pick, you do not have to pick any extra moves uh, uh, that you are allowed until they are useful for you. However, once you've used them on the character sheet, they become permanent. This is to encourage you to use moves on your sheet that you might not actually know. Also, I don't know I, I don't actually know the future, even if I might give any uh, seekers future sight. So this helps me uh, and you have a more enjoyable game. Now with that out of the way, I'd like to bring back the players to introduce their characters and the playbooks that they're playing today. I'd also like each of the players to tell me which corruption move they've picked and what happened to your character when they filled that last corruption box on their corruption track. Jazz? I will be playing Tormus. His pronouns are he, him. The corruption move that I selected uh, from the Muse playbook is ideal made real, which means that while he was uh, attempting to hold back corruption while he was doing his mimery and dancing, the Echo took an imprint of that and made a transparent but very dark colored and almost like dark absorbing presence um, that is now in their general area. Um, and it's almost like an evil clone. Ooh, fascinating. He is uh, what I'm calling an octo-jelly. Uh, he is a many-armed and tendrilled enormous jellyfish that has both octopus appendages as well as jellyfish tendrils. Love tentacle boys. <laughs> a good, good tentacle boy. Love them. Tormus is transparent, but he's a little bit more luminescent in body yes. like he's transparent but uh has uh like parts of light that he likes to manipulate and move and he's very body motion kinetic oriented so his evil clone is all of the opposites of that Ooh, it's very dark uh very aggressive so instead of like flowy and really like go with the flow, his cologne is very like uh, shoots out uh, and is aggressive and 
um, sporadic and all of those very sharp or um, not fluid moments. All right, uh, Lucy. I am playing Nair Spinell, who is the seeker. Her pronouns are she, her. She, the way she looks is kind of, have y'all seen James and the Giant Peach? Mm Mm-hmm. She's a spider, basically. (laughs) She's based off of a diving bell spider, which are those spiders that have little air bubbles that they live in that live underwater. Okay. So that's kind of her big deal, only instead of having like a bubble of air that she kind of goes into to live in and eat in, she has a bubble that's just around her head that lets her breathe. Her corruption move is hold down the fort which says that you can detach your silhouette and travel anywhere that you need to go and you remain per- you maintain perfect control of your silhouette but while you are in control of the silhouette the corruption takes control of your body in the physical world and tries to wreak havoc with it that's cool <laughs> that yeah. that might be useful today to today's plot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I love the real bad stuff. Hey, <laughs> so you got... like disembodied spider or dispirited mm-hmm. spider and yeah, evil dispirit. clone jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. So like, <laughs> jelly. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. I, love I do want to say that when we were brainstorming character ideas, I made sure that everybody playing was okay with spiders. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Lucy, how do you spell the name because i'm gonna get it wrong it, nyre n-y-r-e and spinel doesn't matter i just like right weird names <laughs> n-y-r-e yes so how i imagined nyre as uh, an animal that is terrestrial they're not a native underwater creature i imagine that something happened on the surface i'm not sure what maybe like some kind of major pollution maybe like a meteor who knows but something happened that kind of chased her or not not chase but that made her and her kind flee underwater because they already kind of had the air breathing thing and then over time they sort of evolved not they like over time they just sort of evolved to be accustomed to living down here with like all the psionics and everything like that. So what I imagine her, what happened with Hold Down the Fort is that as a seeker, they're able to tap into the echo and the far echo, which is kind of this like big, like psychic ocean around the world. And so what she did was trying to tap into sort of the ancestral memory of the surface and see what was going on there. And she kind of left a tether between her and her body and some part of the corruption kind of followed that back to her body. Dang. And I just made all that up right now. <laughs> nice. So this is, I am, I, I want you to make hard marks on, on this aquarium, on this sandbox. Um, because this is, this is, like, this is simulating campaign play, but like in, during the normal world building sessions, we'd be like, what is this definitive landmark? What is a, another sapient creature in the system? What is a different non-sapient creature? So this is good. This is good. World build. Okay. I am basically a guide and referee. I have very little say of over what's going on <laughs> other than taking all of the yummy, delicious, dark cheese and I get to turn it into evil macaroni i was gonna suggest pizza but macaroni is a little more apt yeah i'm i like evil macaroni 
I need to keep that in just so like later Tess can make those like mm, evil macaroni. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hashtag evil macaroni. Hashtag evil macaroni. That's just gonna be the descent into midnight, like the the advertising tag. <laughs> Tess, yes. keep this in. <laughs> we want this hashtag. hashtag. Evil macaroni. Evil macaroni. All right. Uh, and Thomas. I am playing a redeemed. Uh, we are, we used to be called Sunder Barrage, uh, but we are now called uh, Sira. We are a school of psychically linked uh, phosphorescent minnow type fish that we tend to hover around like the the queen of our little colony. Um, as a redeemed, we were bioengineered to turn into a weapon. So we look like little phosphorescent minnows, but we have these like crystalline scales towards the front of our bodies. And we can like clench those together, like um, tense our muscles and basically turn ourselves into like little spears. That was our main method of attacking. Our corruption move is slaughter, which is uh, we rip the life from something that opposes you. It is utterly destroyed. The corruption rejoices as the elation of triumph fills me um, until you see the aftermath and the corruption retreats. Essentially, what happened is I was bioengineered to be like a protector for what I'm picturing to kind of like a a coral reef the size of like Los Angeles. That's uh, a pretty major city and so i was a kind of not quite police but like protector of that that reef and one day i saw a a larger predator attacking a fish like another i guess a fish and i swooped in to kill it and only as i was watching it die did i realize it was not a predator it was just a larger fish and it was trying to help the smaller one and the corruption came about when i realized that i wasn't sorry about the mistake i was more upset that i wasn't sorry and that's when i decided to leave gleaming which is the the city and move to wherever our little pod is now uh thomas can i get your character's name again uh both the new one and the one that they were known as before uh they were they were known before as uh sunder barrage but they go by uh sira now sunder barrage is just Oh, love it. <laughs> love it so much. Sarah is good too, but like, oh. Uh, and what pronouns do they use? Uh, they, them. Okay. Is it also we, them? Yeah. Because high five. Yeah. At the request of the players, we're going to go through a round of links. Uh, so I'd like each player to pick one link off their character sheet and uh, go ahead and craft a story uh, using that link with another one of the players. Uh, we'll, we'll start, we'll go reverse, uh, or uh, Thomas, does that mean if we go in, in backwards uh, alphabetical order this time, since I keep putting jazz at the first <laughs> It's really unusual for me to go first. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, we can't just keep going with this alphabetical order. Right? No, I'm. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> I can go. Don't pick I, me. I can go. <laughs> so, for our link, uh, we lost emotional or physical control during a stressful situation. 
and I think Tormus saw us. And mm-hmm. I think what was going on, it was we were fighting with something. And uh, after basically after I, I after we defeated it and we could have moved on, uh, we just kept attacking it and attacking it and almost kind of just tearing it apart. And the way we were swimming around almost seemed kind of joyful. And I'm guessing that that probably... Uh, made Tormus feel a little uncomfortable. Yes, you could say that. What about the situation made uh, Tormus feel uncomfortable? The implied glee that we took in, like, again, this this thing was clearly defeated. It wasn't a threat anymore. And we, we were almost gleeful in killing it very violently. And that is not typically how I, how we act, but... I think that's definitely uh, something that Tormus would have been very upset by is, okay, it's no longer a threat. You can stop now. Right. Like, it's just going to go away or it's dead. And no, you're going to keep ravaging it and you're going to keep going at it because it's not gone. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that level of destruction can be very uh, disturbing to watch, (laughs) like witness and not be able to. So, uh, Lucy, you are going to get to decide what was the thing that Sira destroyed. Like, what did it look like? What? Where did it come from? Uh, and 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 that sort of thing. Go ahead and make some hard marks on the world for me. I think it was like a giant oyster, but when you open, like, it, on the outside, it looks like a giant oyster with spikes. But then when you open it, there's nothing but just like pure corruption Mm. with like a shining pearl in the middle that has like these tendrils of darkness like reaching out for reaching out of it that's cool you you can't see me doing this little like yes dance but i'm doing it that's good so good uh then let's gonna go ahead and go to lucy what link would you like to use so sunder barrage right yeah, that was the, um, uh, our other name. Okay. okay, what's your current name again? Sorry, I'm like so... Like ADHD makes it really <laughs> hard fine, to do things. To focus Sira. on things. Sira. Okay, okay, Sira, Sira, Sira. So like, like Siri with an A, okay. <laughs> That's how I'm going to remember I think, it. I think as long as we okay. get close, we're... <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. So I think we have to... Yeah. So, so my link that I'm going to go with is you were once lost either in the Echo or in the physical world. Who helped you return home? I think what happened is that Nair got lost in the Echo because the corruption that takes over her body when she's there tried really hard to sever the tether to her body while it was also like wreaking havoc. But Sira kind of came across her and while they didn't really know each other recognized that like hey this spider chick is doing a lot of damage and so kind of engaged in combat and that was able to distract her and weaken her body enough for her to make her way back to it that's so beautiful what was the feeling that Sira had when uh naira first uh, when Nairo came back to their body, like what reaction did did Sira have at that moment? 
I think we had uh, a little bit of relief because I would imagine given the kind of the psychic hive mind sort of thing that we had going on that maybe as we were fighting, we got a little bit of a hint of like, there's, there was something not quite right um, with, with Nair. There was some kind of disconnect. And I think that that seemed kind of uh, like, that seemed very strange to us that like anybody could be disconnected like that. And so then when we saw her come back, it, it was a, it was a huge relief. And then also then realizing that they are not a threat was another relief. And Jazz, uh, what specifically was the corruption trying to, uh, what, what, what lure, what was the lure that the corruption set for Nair? And then like, what was the corruption's end game for trying to sever, uh, the connection between Nair's shadow self or silhouette and their physicals and her physical self? I imagine that this town that we live in has boundaries around it. Um, maybe like coral walls or some some sort of protective um, shield or shell around it. And uh, Nair was lured outside of that. Uh, or maybe lured to a wall or a small hole that they could fit through that she could fit through was then like as was separated from the silhouette Nyer's body was then trying to make a bigger hole in the wall mm-hmm. and almost like eat it from the inside in order to break down that defense even further so we've got a little bit of a sleeper agent thing going on <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I always play double agents. Oh my god! And this time it wasn't you doing it. I know. Jazz, your turn for a link, please. Hmm. Okay, so I like them all, and I only have to pick one, and it's really tearing me apart. So I'm gonna pick the link. Something you witness in the echo inspires or frightens you. What did you see, and who have you shared it with? I'm gonna make a hard mark. Let me know if this crosses. I think I saw the corruption take Taylor's character. (gasps) Wonderful. This does not cross the line. This is, in fact, very good. Fantastic. So, uh, Tormus saw whatever circumstance. And if Taylor has it, great. If you have it, great. If not, I can make it up. Make it up. Because Um, Taylor's Taylor's officially not here, but we love him. But, like, (laughs) Taylor's not officially here, and... (laughs) Technically, this this is falling into that whole line of like, this is what would have happened maybe last game or two sessions ago, right? Um, and our player like, just hasn't been able to come back. Taken. So, go for um, it. Could you give me his character information real fast? That is right. Uh, I do have it written down. Uh, okay, because that will help me better understand how the corruption would have taken him. Taylor's character is an empath uh, named Tonal Sharp. Uh, he did not give me any uh, any like descriptions, but they use they them pronouns. So the empath book is about you know this balancing act between uh, taking in others' corruption and using it. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me that the corruption might have uh, taken our local empath. Absolutely. Okay. 
And we have no description about what Tunnel Sharp looks like or is. Um, okay. I I am imagining that they are some sort of uh, some sort of um, like whale or dolphin, just because Tonal okay. Sharp has that musical aspect to it. But but yeah. What if it's a narwhal? Then has the big horn for the sharp. <laughs> Okay. The link that I'm going to choose is something you witness in the Echo inspires or frightens you. What did you see and who have you shared it with? I saw Taylor's character, Tonal Sharp, um, being taken by the corruption. And I did not get a very good look at how this happened because the corruption being this inky blackness, like squid ink, just kind of enveloped uh, this creature and it disappeared. Um, And I quickly went back to our little clam town, I guess. (laughs) I was kind of thinking like a really big conch shell since you had mentioned. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. There was a there was sort of a shell like a uh, wall as that like it like when i say really big i mean like yes huge yes i mean like yes. this is this is an ancient extinct conch snail that like yes. died here oh, and then uh the civilization sort of has grown out of the remnants of this shell so there's there's definitely i'm thinking that there's uh there's maybe colonies further on the inside that are more safe uh versus uh outside further into the spiral uh where like and that there's that there's really just the one entrance um but the corruption is trying to burrow its way in and i think just because of the way the prompt for this uh, session and and in theory this campaign is that they have in fact managed to make a crack into the shell i think we uh what should we name this town uh other like because i'm like i'm just like this is the shell and i'm like ah that's kind of a boring name Hmm. Does anyone have a better one? Or I'm just going to like Google shell in different languages and just pick one that sounds cool. Oh, I, do, I do that all the time. <laughs> I'm thinking like oh. the ancient swirl or something Ooh. having to do with like that that inner. The downward I was spiral. Like, kind of like spiral. <laughs> like when you were talking about like. Spiral's like, nice. Yeah. Or some, <laughs> some spin well, on Well, because we that. have gleaming. Right, so gleaming is a different town. So maybe this one is, I live in spiral. Swirling, or swirling. Mm. I, can, I can get down with spiral. I like spiral. Yeah, spiral's good. Okay, wonderful. It's spiral. So there, so the corruption has broken into spiral, and has taken the mind of Tonal Sharp. Uh, you can still feel them through your connection as a pod, um, since all po- all pods have sort of a mental a mental pocket in the echo um, where you all exist, where you can all hear each other sort of telepathically. Um, but tonal tonal sharp has been sort of ripped out of that pocket in the mindscape. 
um, which is something yes. that uh, Tomis witnessed. Um, uh, at the same time, one of the advancements I took was a gain of move from another playbook, which was the Empath playbook. Ooh. And I took Synchronicity? 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 Synchronicity! There we go. I can I, I do words for a living. Um, <laughs> don't I don't worry I can't word for. Mm-mm. <laughs> One um, of my favorite phrases is I speak a... English as a uh, I am a native English speaker, and then I mess <laughs> things up, which is why I give yeah. no one shit about speaking English because <laughs> it's, it's hard. <laughs> it is a difficult language. Um, synchronicity. There we go from the Empath Playbook. So I think that was part of like, oh no, our empath is gone. Tonal sharp. They have disappeared. I must do the thing. Did I mention that the muse is like a performance artist? Like that's what they do. Tor Tormus is a dancer. Oh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. They're they do mimery and like use their tendrils and their octopus arms to like almost like you know like shadow puppets and like you do things with your hands and your fingers they do that with like all of their appendages and tendrils awesome. and they like make art with themselves and then it moves so my assumption is is that Thomas's two gifts are uh photokinesis and body shaping uh, it's actually distracting presence and body Ooh. shaping Ooh, very good very mm-hmm. good yes i almost went with photokinesis and then i went Nope, we're gonna do we're gonna do distracting presents. They're all awesome, really. Yes. Um They really are. So here now sort of hearing how everyone's links have 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 taken this story, uh, I think I'm going to add a little bit of a narrative thread to all of these and uh, let me know if it steps on anyone's toes. Shira's attack on the on the giant clam caught the corrupt the corruption's intentions. Naira's nebulous connection to keeping herself and her physical form connected uh, certainly was a tantalizing taste for the mental corruption to sink into spiral. With Thomas's moment of descending into midnight splitting off a darkened jelly form of himself sprinted into the depths of the ocean tonal sharp had been looking at different parts of the corruption to see where where it was all coming from and what it was all doing and they stumbled upon something and the corruption took them from you in this, the corruption has taken hold into your community, and your community of Spiral is starting to fall apart, and somewhat literally, as Nyer's uh, drilling into, or Nyer's physical form drilling into the shell has caused it, has caused at least one structural weakness. And as since the shell is X biological thing, small fractures and other parts of the shell have started to occur. The loss of tonal sharp in your pod's mindscape has started to warp some of your own perceptions of the echo versus reality. So your pod, in essence, these guardians of Spiral have two problems. The corruption is starting to 
drill into the outside shell using those weakened points. And the corruption is using your own connection to each other through Tonal Sharp's voice to to weaken your own resolve. And thusly comes to the idea here, uh, or the prompt here, of who goes into the Echo to go search for Tonal Sharp, and who stays behind to watch the physical forms, and who goes after the corruptions, and how do you all help each other? Now, some of you, uh, specifically the Seeker, has a move at the start of game that uh, we might want to use um, to get some more information. Um, if you'd like to do that, go ahead and hit me. So my move is Tides of the Future. When you spend downtime contemplating the Far Echo, you receive enigmatic dreamlike glimpses into the flow of the universe. Roll plus community. On a hit, you are flooded with images of other realities, distant pasts, and potential futures. On a 7 to 9, make, mark a condition and hold 2 potential. On a 10 plus, hold 3 potential. On a, six, or on a 6 or less, your visions provide insight but leave you unsettled. Resist corruption and gain plus 1 forward. You may spend potential to interpret your visions and then... So then I'm rolling plus community. That's a plus 2. I hope like actual dice are okay. Actual dice are lovely. Oh, that's a wonderful look for the spiral. Thanks. Oops. Oh, I haven't been looking at the chat. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, I dig that. I'll make. Oh. I was. I'll make sure to like... write that as a link into the into the uh, description. Yes. I wanted like an opening yeah. and have it like actually spiral up. Um, yeah. I don't think that's actually a conch shell, but I think it's really beautiful. And it has like mm -hmm. this wide opening where a being as large as Tonal Sharp could get in and out of. But as you go further up into the spiral it gets smaller yes and more safe okay so um so i ended up rolling a 10 wonderful um yeah but before we did that there was something i was actually thinking of when you were describing nair's attack on the on the spiral mm -hmm. um one of the gifts that i picked for her was vitality absorption and i kind of had a thing where it's like oh if they need to get into like a locked whatever she can kind of like touch it and then kind of make it really brittle and just break through i just wanted to offer that so that if you wanted we could have it so that her body is in some instances literally absorbing like the vitality from the shell i just had this lovely mental image of of nair like like weakening the shell because she's taking it into herself and that's and that's how the corruption is uh, finding the soft spots. <laughs> mm -hmm. Sorry, that was a little laugh. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit. No, you're right. <laughs> Just a little. I love a good evil laugh. But yeah, so I ended up rolling a ten on Tides of the Future, which so I get to hold three potential. Okay, so then we are looking for we're looking for signs on what happened to Tonal, like where they went. You can do uh, where did Tonal, <laughs> like what happened to Tonal, um, where did Tonal go, um, what is uh, what is a goal for the corruption. I think I want to do a this looks familiar. Uh, your vision involved a potential future that is coming to pass and you may act to change it. You may spend two potential when you or an ally 
We spend two potential when you or an ally rolls a six or less. If you do the rolls in second, third, or seven, and nine, describe what should have happened on the six or minus and how you act to change these events. If the six or less occurred on resist corruption or endure them. Okay. So uh, since you get to do that, you get to hold on to that and use that whenever. Um, and then we'll okay. go ahead and uh, I'll give you the, the rest of the vision plus one question. Because you get since you rolled for three, you have an extra potential floating around. <laughs> you see a thickening. You would almost call it a sludge, uh, but then it kind of undulates, like with muscle contractions, as something it has intent um, in its in its in its approach to spiral. It is it is a menacing sort of. Thing dense gooeyness that is uh, coming with somewhat small, sharp teeth inside this mass of pus and muscle. But that's what it looks like on the physical side. On the in, Inside the Echo, uh, you see Tonal Sharp swimming. Well, they were swimming with intent, but then they were hit with something and uh, a piece of them seems to be removed from their inner heart uh, and is pulled out. But you also see sort of the, the tenuous connections between your, your you as a pod to Tonal holding on to some of that heart attempted to be eaten by the corruption. Some of Tonal's own corruption uh, is eating away at some of the muscular fibers of that mental heart that they hold inside them but you see uh and this is where what it could mean uh where you get to add a there's a potential here um where you're going to get plus one forward if you act on it there seems to be a connection between you you as the pod to tonal sharp but there seems to be sort of glowing bits of memory between you and them but you're not sure what it is quite yet okay (laughs) (laughs) is everything okay is everyone all right was that that was a lot of information no yeah no that was good i'm just trying to process it all okay (laughs) where do uh where do we find the pod as 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 uh, members of the community are starting to panic at the in, at the impending corruption coming through the walls. Uh, maybe we start like near the near the hole where the the corruption has just started to come in. Yeah, I was gonna. Can I can I do something wondrous? Sure. So we like establish. Well, we didn't like establish like on mic, but in part, like part of the lore of the game is. Um, that like the echo, like the far echo in the world, like impacts the world and shapes it and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the gifts that I took for um, Nair is reality tunneling. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the gifts are open to interpretation for us as players. Yeah. Yes. So as a seeker, can I try to like use reality tunneling to like tap into a version of the echo or like a version or like a different reality where the shell hasn't been like damaged and try to like hold it off is that a thing i can do try to like merge those two realities where the shell hasn't been like 
fractured or anything like that? Or is that too big? I like it. I like it. Okay. Let's have you starting to do that where you are all meeting up at the center of the shell or uh, the the opening to the spiral. So that way we can get um, you starting to do that. So go ahead and make your roll. So we have Nair in the sort of the the beginning entrance. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, I do want to say, like, sorry, that's, like, kind of a very big, like, solo move. We wanted to stop and do something more, like, as a group. I'm totally cool with retconning that. <laughs> that is, uh, I'm, like, I'm like, I really like that. Let's hold on to that because I totally want to do that move. I'm giving you the, yeah. the bisexual finger guns right this second. Um, but Thomas also was like, <laughs> "Thank you, I appreciate Thomas it." Thomas is also like, "But we need to re- we need to group," and I I want to do that too. So let's okay, cool. let's put a okay, push cool. pin in that. Definitely, cool, it's a cool, cool, great way to help solve that problem. Um, but yeah, let's have yeah, okay, you yeah. we'll guys just regroup with the squad. Yes, with the squad. Yeah, cool, 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 cool. So Thomas, did you want us to regroup? Yeah, I guess I kind I kind of that seemed like a. At least a, a good starting point. Like we all get there and like holy, you know, holy shit! There's a hole here. Uh, there's a hole with so, uh, so sort of one of the things that I'm mocking this, uh, this, uh, not, or, or mimicking this is that there's some sea creatures uh, where like I think in specific, uh, it's like sea some sea cucumbers that actually do eat conch shells where they just have they're basically like a giant stomach and with like one tooth so (laughs) the big giant stomach is coming to eat you it's fine tormus is gonna fix everything (laughs) yay thank goodness so tormus is this enormous jellyfish and as part of both distracting presence and body shaping um you see that Tormus's jellyfish, like, conical head, uh, like the mushroom cap, starts to flatten out, and all of the tendrils spread out um, in a circle around, and only the octopus arms are going downward and, like, um, suckering to the conch shell. So it's this... Uh, almost like a mushroom stem of these arms that are sucked onto the shell and then all of the jellyfish tendrils are floating out in all directions as like little uh, feelers Mm -hmm. trying to like distract and bedazzle and also get a vibe in a 360 plus above direction Uh, and Tormus almost seems to like have their the, his head like flip inside out so that the tendrils can float in all directions oh as like a protective sea anemone look oh nice biological memory mimicry <laughs> into it yes i have an idea about sira if, if if you're interested thomas sure so it sounds like your other two pod mates are really focusing on the physical aspects. I'm probably going to make have Thomas do a roll because I think defend another. So they're probably uh, he's probably going to do a defend another. So we have Nair fixing the shell. Mm-hmm. We have we have Tormus uh, sort of defending the opening. Sira, there's still the call from. Uh, tonal sharp through the echo. 
isn't it fascinating that the muse and the seeker, those who are somewhat more connected to the echo, are fighting the physical realm, <laughs> fighting the physical manifestation of the corruption. How does Sira feel about rescuing the teammate using uh, in, in such a way that is so antithetical to their way of handling uh, problems? That's, that's kind of where I'm like, I'm like, oh, cool. The two scoffed and squishy characters right? <laughs> do the physical stuff. Let's have the like the, the, the combat wombat monster like go deal with the psychological <laughs> trauma portion of this. I like this. Let's let's go. But that's just me throwing stuff at the wall. It's all to you guys. Um, no, I, 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 we would be all for that. Um, I think there's definitely a, there's definitely that part of us that doesn't want to be just a weapon. And this is certainly an opportunity that we could maybe prove that we are more than just a weapon or more than, you know, that, that the killing machine that, that we think Tormus sees us as now. Ah, uh, Tormus, roll yes. for defend another. I'm so glad I got my dice out while you were talking. <laughs> I don't, uh, so I've just moved... I had no idea where my dice is, and I love the fact that Powered by the Apocalypse does not have the guide <laughs> roll anything, because I don't know where anything is. That is totally fine. So, I rolled 2d6. I rolled a 6, but I rolled plus altruism, which I took a bonus on on one of my advancements. So, it is a plus 2. So, I got a 8, which is great. On a 7 to 9, I take a hit, end up in a bad spot, or lash out at a friend. I protect the shell. What is the... Remind me real quick. Uh, VJ, what does the corruption look like? Because I described it as inky, but I wasn't sure like what physically we're being attacked by. The inky aspect is the mental or is the psychic aspect okay. of the corruption. This physical cool. aspect of the corruption is kind of a giant sea cucumber. Um, with that's right we described tooth. this and i didn't connect the two cool i forgot that i was describing a sea cucumber i was like i know it's a stomach with a tooth on it and... <laughs> <laughs> that's okay um so i take the hit which means that uh, the sea cucumber has started to devour several of my tendrils that's fun describe what that looks like to me so because I have like a sea anemone look to me where the he has the mushroom capped jellyfish top is inverted and all of the tendrils are floating outwards, the sea cucumber comes at some point and just starts like eating through it. Um, almost like if I can't go around you, I'm going to eat past you and is starting to like almost spaghetti slurp its way down like two or three of the tendrils. And I think I also lash out at a friend. Um, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you just created these people, these creatures, and I love them, and you don't want to hurt them. But also, I'm being eaten by a giant sea cucumber. <laughs> no, that's fair. I think I think some allowances yeah. can be made. <laughs> um, <laughs> I need to tweet that like hashtag no context hashtag evil macaroni. <laughs> <laughs> Reminder to VJ in the future to tweet that. So as the sea cucumber decides which tendrils it's going to start eating and it like spaghetti slurps its way down these tendrils a little bit, 
eating through this poor, poor Tormus. The the rest of the tendrils, with the exception of the octopus legs that are still successfully attached to Spiral, the rest of the tendrils, like, um, whoosh, and try to start clinging onto the sea cucumber and entangle it almost and be that distraction and try to, like, pull it away and do all of these um, acrobatics around it, right, as, like, a protective measure. And in doing so, the whoosh of all of those tendrils moving, I think, hits some of Sira as part of the school, a couple of your little minnows. (laughs) get like turned upside down and discombobulated and injured by uh something like 300 tendrils all like moving rapidly and smacking you <laughs> outside the head a little bit yeah okay so Ciro, how do how do you react to being struck well i think there's there's a the kind of the just the knee-jerk reaction of some like some of the school just kind of like changes the way that they're swimming and almost gets into like a defensive or getting ready to attack like start to swirl in that way toward Tormus just as a, a knee jerk and then I kind of I think that I think we have a we have a moment where not quite just like thinking like disparagingly about Tormus but like if I was if we were doing that we wouldn't have messed up like they just did yeah <laughs> I'm into it. A little pride. Yeah. A little. I'm better. I, I'm better at protecting than you are. Yeah. Plus, I'm sure there's there's a little bit like of it. like it hurt. Like we we got hurt, so you know a little bit of like I'll just throw it back at him. We don't really say it, but you could probably feel it through the mental connection a little bit, but oh yeah, not enough to be distracting. I like that. <laughs> uh, and then the the. The camera pans over to Nair. Uh, describe how you describe what it looks like when you're reality bending uh, or reality warping, and uh, go ahead and roll that. Do something wondrous. So I describe Nair as having the bubble over her head. I think that like so because they have psionics underwater, I think that she maintains it with psionics, mm-hmm. and so she kind of does like bubble like magic quote unquote through the psionics and so for since we're doing this through reality tunneling i think what happens is she kind of psionically makes a really big bubble and like in the middle of the bubble things kind of like flicker and distort and that's kind of like as the bubble expands it becomes the doorway that the other reality starts to like funnel through oh i'm getting a really really solid um Bioshock? Yeah, the the third the third game of Bioshock where she's doing the oh I don't yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. cool cool, cool. <laughs> I'm really glad I got that because I usually don't get pop culture references <laughs> hey yo these are people <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah so I think that like that happens and it kind of like it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and it's kind of at the biggest where it's like ooh it's gonna burst and then this is where the roll happens and we see what actually happens. <laughs> Okay, so do something wondrous. I'm rolling plus drive, which is a plus one. And that is... That's a 12! Nice! (laughs) Nice! Okay, so that was a... Yeah, that was a six plus five plus my plus one. Or actually, do I... Hold on. This is overkill if it is, but... um, Do you have have plus plus one forward? Yeah, do I have my plus one for Tides of the Future still? 
for what could it mean? Uh, I was, I was going like... to use the plus one forward for actually helping Tonal Sharp, but you can use your plus one forward here if you'd like instead. Oh, oh no, 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 like I, like, I got a 12. <laughs> I'm cool saving that for Tonal Sharp. <laughs> like, I'm good. <laughs> like, I, I did the dang thing. I am good. You did it. You did it so good. So, um, yeah, so cool. I, I do the thing. So the bubble, it doesn't burst, like, violently, but it kind of, like, shimmers and dissolves, and then the reality kind of spills over the crack in the shell, and it starts to, like, mend itself as the bubble, or as, like, the reality merges okay. with it. So I'm going to say for the, uh, for, the, for, the, for the meta is that, that Nair is still pretty much focused on on getting the holes in the spiral fixed um but i think i think i think since since you got that 12 that um you're actually tapping into like deeper parts of the spiral and they're actually you're not just fixing the holes that are there you're fixing some of the holes that will be there Ooh. Oh God! Yes, it's so juicy. <laughs> like you're you're moving some of the pieces around of like, uh, and that's why and that's why you're still a little bit distracted. Um, where you're you're really connecting to this this ancient thing has been here long before you were your perhaps even your species was really born and will be here long after but you you're feeling like this deep connection where you are managing to strengthen pieces of the shell that would have been damaged in the future uh so but you like you have to maintain this control because it's it's intimidating it's a lot this is an ancient thing that mm-hmm. you are tapping into through the multiverse. Dun dun dun. <laughs> dun dun dun. So this would be like this is me like being like, so here's this future plot hook that hey, like this thing that you're living in might still be sentient. <laughs> but this is a one shot, technically. Yeah. Oh, that's so good though. Sierra, <laughs> you are with the physical aspect of tonal sharp as your teammates are handling the corruption. Yes. Uh, I Well, I realize the move I suggested isn't uh, isn't one that comes with a roll, so we probably would oh, okay. would be a, uh, something wondrous instead. Um, one of my gifts is powerful build, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking that more, like, uh, metaphysically. Like, because we're we've evolved to have this kind of like constant psychic activity to keep the school together. Um, I'm hoping to like trying to use that to maybe make a stronger connection with tonal so that I can go get them from the echo. So yeah, you'd be probably rolling something wondrous or uh, the, uh, doing something wondrous. Okay. That is a nine. Uh, describe what it looks to me while Sira delves into the echo and to the connection through the pod out to Tonal. We kind of swarm over Tonal's physical form and like different parts of the school are like swirling in different directions and um, almost kind of like almost creating like a, a couple like like a gyroscope around Tonal's body. And we're using that to kind of because we are also at the same time like we are a fighter so we take things very literally very physically and so i think we also 
to us, it looks like as we're doing that, that's what it's, is happening in the echo as well. So on a, with a nine, I have to choose one of these options. And I think to make it interesting, we'll say that I, we lose control at the worst time. You are swirling towards this. You can see the line of your mental connection from your you as 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 this colony uh, of of this of the school of minnows connected to the pod and then spun off into uh, a connection to tonal. But what hits you? Uh, there are these little tangled up pieces of emotions and corruptions between you and Tonal, the empath of your pod. Um, one of the, one of the pieces, one of the jobs of the empath of a pod is to absorb the pod, help, help others uh, process the information that they see and absorb the pod's darkness into themselves and so you hit one of these memories of what was the argument that the three of you or the four of you had before tonal went off on them uh, by themselves to deal with the corruption what was a weak point in the pod's actions I think that we, and just kind of in discuss, discussing next steps, uh, Tonal was talking about wanting to go beyond the, you know, the, the shell of the spiral. And we thought that that was a bad idea because they, you know, if someone is going to go do something dangerous, it should be us. That's what we're, we are made for doing dangerous things and for the potential violence that comes with it. And I think that just that that disagreement got very heated. And I we were saying we shouldn't be doing that. The like I'm we're the only ones who really can handle that. The rest of the group is just not strong enough to do that. We should stay like in a defensive position rather than going on the offensive. Nair and Tormus, like how did you respond to one of your pod mates basically saying that you were not strong enough to handle something on your own. Gosh, such a deep question. I know. This was an argument that hurt all of you deeply. Say things that you're like, you want to take back. <laughs> I think that the reason why Nair was so hurt by it was because she agreed with them, Ooh. with um, Shira about herself. Because like, I think I've been think, like thinking about like her corruption move and everything that goes on. A lot of stuff's been happening, particularly when she deals with the echo, which is supposed to be like her thing. She's supposed to be really good at that. And lately, whenever she does anything with it, it takes her over and she does all this harm to other people. And so she's having a lot of issues, like really trusting herself in situations where she's supposed to handle that sort of thing. And so she was so hurt by Shira because she because they vocalized something that they were thinking that they've been thinking for a while and they were just really afraid of. Tormus is definitely on the side of Sira and is trying to be like a we need to come together, guys. Let's not fight, please. <laughs> like trying to literally hold everyone together 
by like using their tendrils to try and like grab the school of fish and grab the <laughs> spider girl and grab at uh tonal sharp and like try to literally hold everyone together and can't um because it is literally beyond their capability to do that and th- this is something that art and movement and creativity can't fix so they felt really like yes i totally agree where you're coming from i am not the best person for this but also please don't make other people leave uh (laughs) and followed out after tonal sharp which is how how he saw the corruption take nice and like did that oh it's the empath the empath is leaving i'll go help the empath (laughs) oh no it's been taken better run back to everybody else now that's amazing good good job so proud of you Tormus is not a I fix everything Tormus is like can't we just all be happy let's make some art guys (laughs) like like, let's Let's let's, dance let's sit down let's sit down have some art therapy it'll be fine (laughs) for reals though what this looks like after this sort of memory sort of explodes over uh, Sierra is that you can see swimming in front of you is the decaying connection between uh you sira and total sharp but you also see like out of the inky corruption the um the dark jellyfish version of tormus and small creeping tendrils that are uh, very reminiscent of of nair's corruption spirit trying to destroy that connection as well almost like this this half half of this dark pod trying to take your lost teammate but you still have a connection to the other members of your team what do you do i think we would just attack i think if we if we see entities that we could fight that we could engage um you know in in a lot of ways we we were built to be a hammer, so we're gonna. This looks like some nails to us. What I want you to do then is roll unleash. Okay. Um. Um. But first, we're gonna ask some questions. Are you doing this to protect your community? Yes. Yeah, to protect our our pod. Are you doing this because you're the only one who can? Oh, definitely. Are there really no other options? No. All right. So you have a plus two to the roll. Okay. Uh, lucky number seven. So you get to choose two. Uh, they retaliate as indicated by the narrative. You lose ground and your opponent gains an opportunity. You lose control in a brutal or terrifying way. Well, I think we're, we're building up a theme here with, uh, with Sarah. So I'm going to say lose control in a brutal or terrifying way. Okay, and then you also choose one more. Oh, that's right. I get two. Good, good, good. Okay. Um... <laughs> I get two. Oh, boy. Um... Oh, we. Oh, my. Well, I think in the losing control part, that definitely seems like that would open us for a retaliation of some sort. Um, we're not, you know, we're not being as tactical or careful as we normally are. So, so you're going to lose control and the narrative is going to retaliate. Is that is that your final picks? Yes. Wonderful. The connection between you three and Tonal Sharp splinters. And I want 
all of you to roll for Endure. As all of you are, as your connection as a pod is filled with just leaking corruption energy from Sira's failed attempt to connect to Tonal Sharp. And in the physical world, uh, Sira, your school like disperses rapidly as almost as almost like like an air bubble almost like pops inside the center of the school, sending the minnows scattering across the opening of this this opening uh, foyer of of the spiral. We're rolling awesome. endure. Yes, because you are enduring physical, emotional, or psychic trauma, and in this case, it's a it's psychic trauma. This is where we want to roll low. This is great. Oh god. Okay, good. I did. did. You roll 12? <laughs> oh no! How did I no! guess? <laughs> um. I rolled a five, and I have no conditions marked, so I check harmony mm-hmm. i rolled a four and i have no conditions marked. <laughs> awesome. so so it's just sierra <laughs> the pod literally scattered mm-hmm. you choose two from the list of uh, under endure so i'm going to choose that the trauma in pairs are physical emotional and psychic defenses and take a corruption and basically just a thousand or so tiny fish is suddenly by themselves separated and vulnerable uh i assume that we are just utterly terrified and then because i want to lean into this making things bad as possible (laughs) while i'm scattered and can't help i expose an ally to danger i would assume that that danger is that the corruption is starting to eat at tonal sharp from that psychic connection out you all can sort of start to see like that inky blackness kind of just tiny blobules start to like just leak out of their skin little cuts and bruises that you've that they've taken over the course of this campaign start to open up as if they were never healed over that's so sad Aww. I'm like, how do we save? How do we save our friend? How do you save yeah. your friend? I'm looking. I'm looking at the moves. Oh yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Salve wounds. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at right now. Um, sorry, I was also looking at the sound of the midnight because it looks cool, and also that's the game <laughs> we're playing. <laughs> You could always act as a team and descend into midnight. Descend into midnight is a very interesting move as so much as it's it literally just means you mark a corruption and it become whatever you want to do becomes at 10 plus. So you can like you can always okay. apply descend into midnight into anything. You just tell me how does that particular action permanently affect your soul in a negative way? <laughs> <laughs> You know, easy questions. But does it have to be soul? Is it a condition, or is it it's physical? It's, it's or does it matter? It's corruption. So it could be physical. Okay. It could be it. It basically is it. At the moment, all of your characters, aside from um, from aside from Sira, is should be n- no corruption 
on your track as you all have just taken a corruption move. There's, there's no reason not to take it because there's no lasting, like, corrupting right. force as this is a one-shot. Like, that's where, that's where... Uh, we say that. Yeah. You say that, it's like... <laughs> we say that, but... It's like, it's like you say that, but you also... But. Are, are you telling me, Jazz, that I also love these characters and want you to play them again? I, I sh- <laughs> Yes, but also Thomas had something he wanted to say. Oh. Oh, I was just gonna say I don't know if I can help at the moment since I'm like scattered all over the place. But but if we want to do something as a team, I guess like part of me coming back together would would could be worked in narratively. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what we could do there. If like acting as a team, I can do my thing. What's your thing? The empath move I took. (gasps) What is it? Synchronicity. Oh, right, right. When you act as a team, you link your allies in a psychic landscape, allowing them to act as one synchronous being. You can mark corruption to treat a six or lower result as a seven to nine, or resist corruption to treat a seven to nine as a ten plus. So I could affect our act as a team move, the special move. That's good. That's no, I love that. What does the mental landscape look like as you? As Tormus mentally connects each tendril to each member of Sira C- and uh, and Nair and and reaches out to connect to uh, to Tonal Sharp, because I think you I think you have to solve the problem of 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 Sira coming back together and then the three of you pulling Tonal Sharp back in from can, corruption. Can I can I suggest something? Yes. We just had that slice of life group hug. <laughs> I was totally gonna do that. That's totally. Are we gonna do the power of friendship? I think we have yes. to, right? <laughs> we gotta. So do Legally. we have to do the group hug again? Do I have to reach out mentally and make? Yeah, a I think group we have hug? to roll for I'm... group hug. <laughs> <gasps> oh we roll for group <gasps> hug. Roll for group okay, hug. so. <laughs> All right. So in our mind space, right? We've got these tendrils, but in the echo, they're like light tendrils, right? Because it's the echo, therefore it's not actually in the in the water, and so all of the tendrils float out, and each one grabs a different fish of Sira, and like just gently like does a little mm-hmm. shepherd's hook, and then like pulls all of them back together. But also, there's an octopus arm that reaches out and suckers onto uh, Tonal Sharp, and another one that scoops up Nair, and brings everyone together in the echo. So act as a team. When you face a challenge as a team, choose a team leader, then answer the following questions. Are we doing that move? Yes. Who is your team leader? Well, it sounds like it's Tormus. Mm-hmm. I think Tormus yeah, is be. the leader. You're leading the hug because you have the most arms. <laughs> I do. I do. I have the most limbs. I don't know that I would call them arms. They're limbs. Sure, 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 sure. Sorry, that was very, that was very human-centric of me. <laughs> it's okay. It's a little anthropomorphizing, but I can handle it. <laughs> Uh, okay, roll questions. Are all team members pursuing the same resolution? 
So the resolution we are seeking is... Hug. <laughs> yes? Hug, I guess. To... Uh, We're seeking hug. Uh, I thought to, like, to mm-hmm. stop the corruption from taking Tonal's physical form. Oh, as a as a greater what is the resolution? Yeah. yeah. I feel like if we took a macro view, understanding that question would be, yes, we're trying to to remove the corruption from Tonal Sharp. All team members are pursuing the same resolution. Yes. Add mm-hmm. plus one. Okay. Did the team take time to prepare for the challenge? No. <laughs> no. 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 Very no. reactive. Does at least one team member not Ooh. trust another team member? I'm going to say no. I'm Tormus. I trust everyone. <laughs> yeah, I think that I think we kind of established that in like one of the memory things that Syria doesn't trust. Maybe not like trust us, like our alignment or whatever, but doesn't trust that we can handle ourselves. So I'm going to also say no. That trust was more about like the in terms of like going off to go pick a fight. Oh, OK. Right. Is this just like general trusting us as mm-hmm. like quote-unquote people okay as creatures i think think we all trust each other okay yeah Yeah. as creatures yes yeah is every team member suffering the penalties of one or more conditions and the answer to that is no No. two two pod members are suffering conditions but not every member you have a plus one to the roll but synchronicity if i trigger it it ups oh that's true so whatever we roll takes it from a six minus to a seven to nine or a seven to nine to a ten plus wonderful so we'll Ooh. always roll one step above with the plus one as well wonderful because i'm going to trigger that by linking oh, all my dope. allies like how does tormus's voice sound in the echo to the rest of his pod so funny thing tormus only has a voice in the echo oh <sighs> tormus does not speak it's everything is interpreted through mimery in the real world uh but in the echo he has a very deep voice that i'm not gonna try (laughs) because i'm a soprano and i just i'm not gonna try and i think he says something along the lines of pod squad up (laughs) (laughs) i love him so much me too no this is totally power of friendship magic of friendship shit happening right now Okay. Descent of the Night is my favorite magical girl anime. <laughs> I mean, I'm posting that on Twitter right now. Snip. Oh. Snip that. Oh my god. Clip that right there. Thomas, could you roll? Because I feel like you haven't sure. rolled very much. And I'm just going to modify okay. whatever you roll. We have a plus one. You sure you want me to roll? <laughs> yes. Because your bad luck can't last you forever. You say that, but then I roll a four. <laughs> <laughs> okay well it's really a five and then because it's a six minus it becomes a seven to nine okay because of synchronous okay i i have a thing that i could use to bump that to a 10 without doing a sentence midnight mm-hmm. that's very nice let's do that because right now it's a seven to nine 
Yeah, because like one of my, I just didn't want to step on your thing because you guys no, were all fine. like, you because you, you like you did your synchronicity thing. I also got pick a move from a different playbook from the specialist. Mm-hmm. I think it was. I got safety net, which is when something doesn't go to plan, you react with instinct and training. When an ally rolls a six minus on a basic move, you may make mark a condition and describe how you help them. If you do, the ally may consider the roll a ten plus. I think I think in in the course of this particular meta, both of those moves work in tandem. I would say that you don't have to mark a condition but I still want to hear how you extend that action mostly because I like the idea of everyone everyone is working together on this we're we're trying we're like going after a tunnel sharp I have to be awful it's called safety net and she's literally a spider <laughs> so I think she I think she's just like straight up making a net out of her like underwater spider silk and just kind of casting it after tonal sharp and maybe Sira since you are like fish fish or a school of fish you can maybe help guide it towards tonal sharp oh absolutely yeah okay yeah cool i didn't want to <laughs> impose that on you if you were feeling it <laughs> no, but like that sounds great cool but yeah so i imagine it as like the safety net is going out with the school of fish like guiding it and swirling around it i like that a lot yay Okay, cool. I just have this mental image of like this glowing tentacle and then the glowing net and the glowing fish and they're all wrapping around the the mental construct that is tonal sharp and bringing them back home. (laughs) It's very lovely. It's so good. Wow. Against the dark silhouette and the inky blackness and the evil twin, (laughs) which are all very dark and loomy. Love it. The art of this is just on point mm-hmm. there is shadowy remnants of the aftermath of the rescue of tonal sharp left as imprints on the echo as we close this session you can see the shadow jellyfish picking up some of the broken shards of memories and handing them to the creepy long-fingered tendrils and scurrying them away into the dark recesses of the echo and on the outside of the shell the sea cucumber who was working so hard to claw and eat into this shell sort of lumber off the shell causing large plumes of dust and coral and sand to swirl around and it lumbers back into the darker depths of the open ocean. In this moment, Tonal Sharp reconnects into their body next to the rest of their pod, but the darkness is still out there and it's not done with Spiral yet. This has been Descent into Midnight.
This was Darkened Hearts, Darker Waters, A Descent into Midnight, an actual play podcast for International Podcast Month. I'm going to go ahead and go do one more round of everyone, all the players going through um, where you can find their projects, and we'll wrap up. I'm Jazz, and you can find me on Twitter at Orange Like Jazz, and on podcasts, you can find all of my links and my DMs Guild works for Dungeons and Dragons and other things that I'm up to on Twitter. I'm Lucy. You can find me on Twitter at SeverelyTrans and in too many in too many audio dramas to list all of, but check out Caravan, check out the 1237, check out the Sixes Appearance of Ellen McRae. I'm also going to be a player on the upcoming second season of Serendipity City, which is a cool diesel punk actual play. So check that out too. And yeah, this was fun. I'm Thomas Marsetti. You can find me on our podcast, Wild Endeavors, or on Twitter and Instagram, at Wild Endeavors. And uh, I just realized that by the time this comes out, we uh, will also have some work in a collection of diverse and inclusive NPCs that's called Friends, Foes, and Other Fine Folks. They'll be available on DM Skilled. I'm so excited for it! It's the NPCs in there. Like, it's a, a really large team of people, but they just amazing characters. Like, so many that I'm going to be using in our game. So, definitely need to throw that out there. And I am VJ. I am the layout editor for Descent into Midnight. You can also find my actual play podcast, Hedged in a Changeling Story, at www.hedgedinacs.com or on Twitter at hedgedinacs. And you can find my personal Twitter, where I mostly shitpost about my dog, at nwfairy. Thank you so much, and stay weird. I just want, I just want a, the detachment of the octopus arms in real life to like surround tonal shark and like and suck out the the corruption and blackness away using the suction cups (laughs) i am also sketching in the meantime so if anybody needs to know what tormus looks like (laughs) there is now a sketch of tormus in the discord (gasps) oh no i need to get my phone immediately good tendril boy Okay. What a very good tendril boy. <gasps> That's awesome. Oh, is Look at that friend. He's such a, he's such a good boy. Friend. He's such a good boy defending all of the good boy things. <laughs> Do you think um, Nair and Torma ever bond over the fact that they have just so many limbs? <laughs> yes. Oh, that's definitely a thing. It's just like, I have so many limbs and not enough people and things to fill them with. Like, oh my gosh, same. Do you ever just like pick up like rocks and stuff just to have something to do with all of your hands? And as you, as, as she turns, there's just like random bits of food and rocks and other shells and maybe discarded half-eaten things that are just like curled up up inside his mushroom cap (laughs) and the tendrils kind of unfurl and goes yeah (laughs) she has like she has like a bubble on a string like a balloon and it's also filled with stuff (laughs) this is a beautiful moment Wait, it's not a string. It's a spider thread. <gasps> yes! It's totally silk. <laughs> it's a silk thread. Yes. It oh, is. it's beautiful. Okay. She has like she has like a spool of thread on her ba- on her butt, but it's like spider silk. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Okay. Yeah. This was a good moment of levity. Yeah, because back to pain.
and, and tendrils reach out and just go no 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 come here come here and there are more tendrils that are like trying to like get the whole school like in a hug with like individual tendrils one for each fish and we we oh. and we and endure the Such hug joy. but we're also like we don't get it we don't get <laughs> we don't get these arm things yeah. like why they're so cool i just like oh i ran out of arms i am sorry it's okay i have all these extra ones and then there's a group hug <laughs> and then there's tonal sharp <laughs> and there's your be sad with me moment <laughs> Can we put like, this in goofs at the end not... if there's time? Because this that is was... so good. VJ traumatized the players so bad that they had to revert to slice of life moments of their pod. <laughs> <laughs> the intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month via coffee or PayPal and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.